Sal. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. I got babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, what's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Oh, man, I thought I had it. I thought I had it. We did this Mets-Yankees bet. I'm representing the Mets. I guess you're on my side, Harry, just for, um, I, I don't know, moral support or something. Sure, but we bet, sure. made this bet, of which we don't know what the bet is yet, because we have to dip into the cap of consequences to see what the loser will have to do. There's no winning with this, except that the loser has to uh, do something terrible. Um, I'm on the Mets side. The parlay kid, Brother Bry. Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti, and Babyface Joel Salmon are on the Yankee side. The Mets took the first two games last month. I thought I thought it was going to be over last night. We got Scherzer on the hill, and he gets, uh, I don't want to say lit up, but he gets hit early. And then at the same time, there's the announcement that Walker is going to start the Tuesday game and not DeGrom. So all of a sudden, the Yankees win. All of a sudden, you guys are in it. The bet is reset. This is crazy. Polly <laughs> Kid, you're feeling good about this now. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, Sal. Um, but I mean, look, I, you know, uh, my EP loss never felt uh, so sweet oh, please. Uh, as it did yesterday. Mm. Um, you know, we talk about the emotional hedge betting sometimes. And uh, you had the Mets kind of minus a, one and a half or something, yeah, right? And, and then, uh, yeah. Why doesn't that work I, for I, me? I took the Braves minus one and a half yesterday and they won two one. <laughs> so I got doubly screwed. We, we lose a game yeah, in the I mean, standings and I lose my bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it would have been nice if had the Yankees not dropped the pop up, we might have shut the Mets out and uh, yeah. won that game four four nothing. And then we're sitting here. T- it's a little different, I know, because yes, because run to, differential ties in. We can't win, a, we can't win yeah. a one run game tonight, right? We have to at least get two, have a two run differential tonight, and right. uh, get a win. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not loving it. I would say, but uh, yeah. So the Mets are look, still at least plus- we have a shot. Yes, we'll put Mets are still plus two in our bet run differential. Obviously, the Mets win. It doesn't matter. They'll have taken three out of four. Uh, Yankees win by one. I still win the bet. You guys lose. Yankees win by three or more. Um, you win the bet. I lose. Yankees win by two. This was all a waste of time, a complete waste of time, like a, a Kevin Durant-esque yes, waste Kevin of time. Durant, yeah, yeah exactly. right, yep. brother Brian. Yep. Uh, but I will say Yankees favorite tonight. And minus two and a half is only plus two twenty. You guys have a shot. They have a shot, Harry. How did this happen? Oh, happens the word. Yeah, I mean, couldn't have looked any better for you with the uh, pitching lineup, and then <laughs> yeah. and then and then Degrom not going. But also, this is isn't it? You guys went to that uh, uh, Scherzer start last Friday, right? This two starts in a row. He didn't look so great right out of the get go, right? He was fine. He's going to get you 95 pit, whatever it is. But yeah, yeah. and then uh, to insult to injury, Judge putting the two runs up. But you're right. Vogelbach put me back in this thing where I'm still a favorite yeah, to win. We, um, we needed one. Yeah. We needed one more run. We needed one more run. That would have been nice. We're, uh, we're throwing something. I I, found, I sent this to Babyface Joel Solomon. Um, uh, we found something we're going to throw in the cap of consequences. We have a oh, bunch gosh. of things like singing shirtless on a subway. Um, eating five baby roots at once. It has to be Mets, Yankees, New York related. David Cohn put pitch for both teams. Wear ice cream cones on our head for the duration of a podcast. There's a bunch. Um, there's a bunch out there. We're gonna add this. I found on eBay original Reggie bars. You eat an original Reggie bar. Would you do that, Parley kid? A 1978 Uh, Reggie bar. You would eat one. I think I would eat one wrap. I, I mean, it's got to. that orange wrapper, right? Is it an orange yes. wrapper mm-hmm. with Reggie in his classic like uh, swing down so, on one knee? Almost. Yeah, you don't have to re- eat the wrapper. You just so the but, bar, but the candy inside the is four I five used to years love old. the Reggie bars. Uh, yeah, peanut like nougat and chocolate, from what I remember. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and absolutely. Car- caramel in there, too. And that's so much preservatives in this shit. I mean, I, even 45 years ago, Babyface, uh, you'd, you'd have no problem eating these? Yeah, I mean, it's Mr. October. But Mr. October, what, from 1977, 78? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, Joel, no, these this, were- is, this bar is older than us. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I mean, it's really. Uh, they do that thing where people eat the gum or chew the gum in the packs for that are 40 years old, and they live to tell about it. But this my, I don't, I don't, the, the chocolate would be the mess, but right? You're eating dairy 
essentially from 45 oh, years ago. Bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel bad for you guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, now this is going to bat. Anyway, that, that just gets thrown in the hopper of uh, many things we could uh, do. Cap of consequences. The only thing that tells the truth in sports is that cap of consequences. We are going to preview the AFC South and the AFC West. We're going to go through all the over-unders for those eight teams. Mm. We did this yesterday with the AFC East and the North. Um, I'm, I'm agreeing with Harry too much with these. So I'm a little worried. So I have to change some of these up. I've done all summer summer's worth of research on all these teams, but let's get it started. AFC South Colts nine and a half over is minus one sixty. Uh, look, I I don't like this division. I really haven't in years. I think it's, you know, and, and you could say what you want. Maybe it's better than the NFC East, the division I root for, but it just shows me nothing. It really doesn't. Like those bottom two teams are lame. Everybody's teal. Uh, I, I I don't want to pick. <laughs> I, I think the the winner of this division, I think, is nine and eight. Uh, I have the Colts at nine and eight, so I'm going to go under. Um, you know, Gus Bradley jumps in. I'm trying to look at their day. They lose Everfloss. Gus Bradley is a defensive coordinator. Uh, it's 33 years experience. They send Carson Wentz to Washington for a 2022 third and a 23 conditional. Then they trade for Matt Ryan, who's 37 years old. Bry, they traded Rakia Sin for uh, Yannick Ngakwe, right? He had 10 sacks for uh, Vegas last year. I get that's that's a step up, I think. They signed Gilmore from Carolina, Stefan Gilmore. That's a step up. Um, you know, they draft this Alec Pierce, who might just be their number two receiver. Like, they're... They're in a lot of trouble receiver-wise. It's it's pretty ugly for them if, uh, if Pittman goes down or or one of those guys. Defensively, DeForest Buckner, number three ranked. They have Pitt, uh, Pay, and as I said, Nagakwe is is good. That'll be good at pass rush. You got to like their mm-hmm. defense. Same with the Titans. I like their defense too. I just you know, and I get it, Jonathan Taylor. How much you want to run him into the ground? I, I don't know. I don't see them sweeping any of the the Texans I don't see them sweeping any of the of the of the uh, who's the other bad team Jaguars they play the AFC West which is tough I know Damashek says oh the AFC South that whoever wins that division just like last year could have the best record in football I don't buy it this year you know Lawrence is a year older Davis Mills is a year more experienced and they play that AFC West so I think the winner of this Goes nine and eight. I think the Colts will go nine and eight. They open at Houston and at Jacksonville. Um, their extra games are at New England, Pittsburgh, and at Minnesota. They have seven straight versus the AFC to start. I am going nine and eight Colts, so give me under nine and a half. Harry, you're uh, disagreeing with me, which is good. Might be the first time <laughs> since we've gone over these. Yeah, this is a tough one, but I'm going to have them at 10 wins. Ryan, one more shot at a winner, but when you talk about Indy, it all starts with Jonathan Taylor. 20 total touchdowns last year, 2,000 yards. Guys, I mean, he's incredibly durable. If you date back four, his last five seasons playing at Wisconsin, last five seasons, four of them, he's had 2,000 or more yards. It's amazing to be able oh. to think that somebody's capable of doing that in today's day and age. But Philip Lindsay, uh, they got Naheem Hines, very reliable. Other weapons for Indy in the backfield. Michael Pittman had 1,100 yards. I think Ryan's going to be really, uh, uh, you know, he's going he's gonna to love Pittman this season. Uh, it's a team that's won uh, five road games, two seasons in a row, so they're pretty tough on the road. Um, nine wins last year, They weren't tough year, when though. I needed them to be tough on the road I against know, the Jaguars. I know, man. Sal, of bitches. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, but not, still, nine wins last year with Wentz, and Ryan, even at 37, is better than Wentz. Uh, I think they battle, like you said, Tennessee for the division, but I think they get – I don't know if they win the division. Uh, I kind of like them for it, too, but I think they get to 10 wins. All right. I don't know. Again, I might just be still pissed at them about that, that blown loss there. Uh, Matt Ryan, I think that's a wash Ryan for Wentz right there. I just hate these receivers. I really don't know where the, the offense is going to come from unless you just pound Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Pittman Pierce and Paris Campbell's amongst the, the worst trio. Uh, and who is the tight end Mo Alley Cox? I don't know. I'll stick with the under again. I'm not high on this division, and I actually have them and Tennessee at nine and eight. I have the Colts winning the division on a tiebreaker. We'll get to that. The Titans, uh, 12 and five last year, nine and a half is their over under minus 135, leaning towards the under. Um, Vrabel in his fifth year, they trade AJ Brown to Philly. They trade for Robert Woods, which I think is good. Um, he's obviously as good a blocking 
wide receiver as you can uh, for a six rounder. That's that's excellent. I would say uh, they drafted Traylon Burks to help, uh, you know, that wide receiver for Arkansas to help what they got going on at wide receiver. Malik Willis seems like a steal. I don't know. He's, he's fine in the preseason. They got him late in the third round. They lose Saffold. They lose Questenberry. They lose Julio Jones. They get uh, Austin Hooper, the tight end. They re-sign Harold Landry, who was uh, 12 sacks last year, a dominant player, five for 87 million. Their defense played well second half of the year. They both these teams, the Colts and the Titans, for the most part, their defense plays well. They have Jeffrey Simmons as a blue chipper at defensive end. Kevin Byard, number one ranked with five interceptions for a strong safety. Um, they open against the Giants. Their extra games are tough at Buffalo, Cincy, and at Green Bay. They play Indy twice in three weeks, so that's going to be interesting. And then if they can get to the end, they're looking in decent shape. They play the Jags twice and the Texans uh, all in a five-week span. But I think it all spells out nine and eight. I'm not excited about it, and I'm going under. Parley Kid, I think you agree with me here. I concur with you here, Sal. Yeah, nine, uh, you know, we're looking at a, a regression here for the Titans uh, so they were six and one in games decided mm-hmm. by three points or less last year. Um, that's most likely not going to happen again to see that type of uh, record in those close games. So I think that's where we're going to see the regression. I like the under here. I, getting rid of AJ Brown to me uh, really uh, made me think that is this team serious about winning football games this year? I'm not really sure if they are serious. I know they bought Woods in. Uh, but he's coming off a major injury here, Sal. So um, mm-hmm. I- I'm not sure if you can really rely on him to be what your number one receiver. Uh, we talked about the Colts receivers. Uh, boy, the Titans might be worse off uh, than the Colts are. Uh, Tannehill yeah. regressed. I'm a Tannehill guy. I like Tannehill. Uh, he regressed, especially towards the second half of the season last year. Um, I think they, I think they witnessed that the Titans, and that's why uh, they drafted Willis and. Uh, you know, obviously, the, the, a lot of the cap space is spent on Tannehill. I don't think he is want to be on this uh, team very much longer after this year. So I'm not sure what the Titans are trying to do. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be very good this year. But in this division, you don't have to be great at Green Bay, at Philly, at Chargers, at KC, at Buffalo. Yeah. That spells five losses for this team this year right there off the uh, right right there. Uh, yeah. So I don't see them getting to 10 wins here. They're going under nine and a half, Sal. I think you're right. Yeah. And look, it, it didn't get better for them. It's not going to get better than it was last year, right? I, I get it. Derrick Henry got hurt, but they still won 12 games. They were still the number one seed. Derrick Henry was back. Tannehill, what did he do, Brian? His first pick, his first pass of the half, his last pass of the half, the first pass of the second half, last play. They're like all intercepted. I mean, they sacked Burrow nine times. This is a this, this you can't you can't be excited about this team going forward because they had it right in the palm yeah. of their hand and they blew it and like what has to happen for this team to win and especially if they've downgraded at wide receiver now with AJ Brown and an aging Derrick Henry so uh, we're yeah. in step there Parley kid with the under now the Jaguars three and fourteen last year six and a half is their over under the under is minus one thirty five I'm gonna go under here I really hate this division I don't believe uh, in Doug yeah. Peterson. His first year here, um, you know, they overpaid for everyone. They brought in a bunch of average players like Christian Kirk. They gave him $72 million and that got the carousel going, right? With wide receivers getting paid big money. Zay Jones, even three for 24 million. Even Evan Ingram on a $9 million deal is crazy. They bring in Brandon Scherf on the offensive line. That's a that's a good move. Uh, they get the linebacker from Atlanta, Oluwakon. Um, he led the league in tackles. That's a good swap for Miles Jack, I will say. They lost DJ Chark. Travis at the end returning, but we've not seen him play a game, right? And he's already banged up. Is that right? So you're looking at the 26th best mm. offensive line. That's ranked this year. 28th rated receivers. Boy, the receivers just suck in this, yep. this division, right? They really do. Really bad. Then they draft uh, Trayvon Walker, who never was mm. all conference or all anything. For all the Georgia players to to pick from they they take him because he had a nice um what well, they he had a nice camp there and uh Devin Lloyd the linebacker was potentially one of the best linebackers in the class but uh I don't know again a team going in the you know if they go from three to six wins if they double their wins they're still under and that's where I have them they start at Washington that's the Wentz revenge game um you know because he mm-hmm. lost in the playoffs three of the first four on the road they play Denver in London 
Their extra three are at the Jets, the Ravens, and at Detroit. Nah. And then week 13 to 17, again, same kind of soft schedule on the back end. Lions, Jets, and Texans in that four-week, five-week span. I'm going under here, uh, under six and a half. Uh, Brother Bry, you you might like uh, an exact number here, huh? Yeah, I mean, I was looking at the same thing. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the under six and a half, but I also looked exactly at six at plus 550. I mean, like the Jaguars, they're going to be better, right? I mean, last year was a nightmare with Urban. Lawrence is going to mm-hmm. be better. So far, he looks, you know, pretty good in the preseason. Their line's going to be better. But like you said, the problem is some of these skill guys, they're wide receivers. They don't have a clear number one. A lot of these guys yeah. are two and threes. They, I mean, they're, they're solid they're solid, some of those. I mean, Zay Jones is really like a fourth guy. Maybe he'll make a big catch once in a while. But I do think the biggest problem with them is going to be on the def- defensive side of the ball. I'm not sure they fixed enough holes on that defense. And, you know, with, with that that draft pick of Walker, like maybe he's going to end up being good. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably not necessarily this year. You know, they seem to reach for him. Uh, so I just don't think that was a great pick. I, I will say the saving grace, if you do like the over here, I mean, it's not going to be – It's there's never a better time if you like the over because they play they play their crappy division, right? And then you yep. play the NFC East and you play the Jets and Detroit. So, like, I, you're never going to get an easier But they do group. play the West teams, right? right. So, they won't, play, won't, well, won't they the, go 0-4? They'll probably that, go 1-3 right. or 0-4. So, and that's four. the problem. The yeah. middle of the schedule is brutal because they go in a row. Yeah. They go Denver, Vegas, Kansas City, Baltimore. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that's where it's really tough. But when you're looking at you have – between the division, there's 12, there's kind of 12 winnable games when you look at the division, NFC East, Jets, and Detroit. So I mm-hmm. do think they improve. I think Lawrence is significantly better, yeah. but I still think six is probably the right number. Uh, I mean, I just points. can't believe, yeah. I, uh, I, I Everybody has a good wide receiver these days. And I'm looking now, we just previewed <laughs> three teams in the AFC South. Who is the best, the, the top, if you look at the depth Pittman. chart. Pittman, Pittman, Pierce, Pittman Brandon Campbell, Cooks. Woods, Traylon Burks. Yeah, it might be one we didn't mention. I feel yet. like yeah. P- Pittman will be Pittman will Kirk, be drafted. Marvin P- Jones, Zay Jones, Lavisca, Chenault. Everybody P- loves P- Chenault. Oh, Pittman's gonna be drafted the high. Pittman's gonna be drafted the highest, right? In fantasy. Though. Jeez. Brian, I mean, figure it out. Lawrence is your MVP. Figure it out. Well, Harry, oh. Sal asked us who from who at 75 to one or better has a shot. I mean, he could yeah. have a phenomenal year. I mean, still better than the Kelsey. Pick. <laughs> I don't think right. it is. but <laughs> Well, Harry, we'll get to you. I mean, I don't know how much you love Kansas City. I, I think we I don't want to you know bury the lead here, but you're taking them under. I don't know how is Kelsey going to win MVP if they win eight games, but we'll get to that. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and so you're right. Uh, the, that leaves the Texans. Uh, four and 13 last year, their over under is four and a half, which is split down the middle. The overs minus one ten. I have them going five and 12. I can't take all unders here. Right. You got Lovey Smith in there. Lovey Smith, 92 and 90 career wise record. Um, no defensive coordinator. He's, it's going to be him. They got Pep Hamilton at number one, uh, offensive coordinator Watson gone, obviously signed for $320 million. They got three first round picks. They've, you know, they've kind of shed the Bill O'Brien thing. I, I still rebuilding, of course, but on the upside, I think of rebuilding. If you look at Davis Mills, he was like the second best rookie quarterback last year, especially in the last five starts. He had a 102 passer rating, which puts him amongst the best just overall. Um, they add Steven Nelson, the cornerback from Philly, give him 99 million. Uh, they get him 49 million, but uh, AJ can the guard from Jacksonville. Mario Addison from Buffalo is there. They have Marlon Mack now. They lose Justin Reed and Ty Taylor. They did well in the draft, I think. You know, Derek Stingley, the cornerback from LSU. They got the big uh, offensive lineman, Kenyon Green from AM, and John Mechie, who is uh, banged up already. We're not going to see him for a while. The wide receiver, Alabama, he tore his ACL. They have a bye in week six. They have the Colts to start. That'd be a fun upset right there. Their extra games at Miami, Cleveland, and at Chicago. Um, you know, They have one home game from trying to look at their schedule, the quirky stuff from September 12th to 1029. They have one home game. So that could bury them early on, but not expected from them. They're over unders four and a half. I don't think they get swept. Like I said, by the Colts or the Titans and certainly not the Jaguars. So you got some wins there and you get some easy games in there, you know, against the NFC East. I have them winning five. I'm going over here. Parley kid. I have them over. You're going under. Sal, my at first glance, I wanted to go over here, 
um, when I started uh, writing some uh, my notes down, I I said I got I'm going Houston over just based on the way they kind of finished last year. I did like uh, Davis Mills uh, better than most. I thought he finished the year pretty strong. He had a went over the Chargers uh, late in the season last year, but but. <laughs> I couldn't find five wins for this team, Sal. I could not find five wins. I don't know where they're coming from. So uh, I know, like we talked about the receivers. They had Brandon four Cooks. last year. They were terrible and they had four last they year. I think they, yeah, they get two in, they'll get two in the division. I'm no? not sure if they're going to be better this year. I think mm. this is the one team where, but Brian said Jacksonville, I think made some improvements. I'm not really sure where Houston got a lot better. They took a safety with the third pick in the draft. I'm not sure if that's always the wisest right. uh, thing to do uh, right there, especially in a team in rebuilding mode. Uh, they Marlon Mack is going to be their featured running back. Uh, you know, it's just more of the same for these Texans. Uh, everybody who's playing the Texans has them scheduled as a must win on their schedule, right? That's right. like must win, must win. I don't, I could not find five wins. I wanted to go over. I couldn't find it, Sal. I have to take the under here, take the under four and a half. This team's going to end up with three Ooh. or four wins again. And the hiring of Lovey Smith, guys, we can admit, was laughable. Yeah. And so you gave enough. his pro record. I can't you believe given his college record, too. Yeah, I know. Uh, Way yeah, better than Illinois, though, Darren. You, Way better than Illinois. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's what strike. I was saying. I mean, <laughs> I, I look, I, I like the guy. I think he's a good guy. Uh, but I, I, for what, what was that hire about? That's a that's right. not a team that's serious about winning football games. If they hire Lovey Smith right there, that was made no sense. I actually thought they played hard under the coach last year. Um, I'm not sure they're gonna, that's going to happen this year. Yeah, so he has been, Houston he has under. Been, he has been to more Super Bowls than Garrett, though, Darren. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, you you're going to find me arguing for Jason Garrett. Harry, just saying, just saying. If More he's just Garrett. saying, there's no way to win an argument with a guy who's always just saying. Just remember that. <laughs> just, just sit back. Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Lick your wounds. Uh, they, I'm just looking at. I, I think they beat. I think they win two in in the mm. division. I mean, they beat Jacksonville to start the year last year, and then they won at Tennessee. Actually, they beat Jacksonville twice, um, which is how Jacksonville was able to pick so high. Um, but let's let's even give them two. I, I like them winning at Chicago. I just think it's going to be a disaster. And then I have them. Uh, well, I haven't beaten Philly and home against Washington. So I don't know. That's where it's five. It's probably four or five. I went over there. All right. So let's just go division wise. Um, do we all like the Colts here? No, I, I like the Colts. Again, I took uh, the sissy way out. I think, you know, nine and eight for the Colts, nine and eight for the Titans. And then the Colts win on a tiebreaker. So that's my pick for the division. Um, and they're minus 124. You can get the Titans plus 170, Jags plus 750, and the Texans at 25 to 1. So Colts is my pick. Barley Kid, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, the Colts are my pick too, and I'm, I'm not in love with that pick. But I like mm -hmm. you're saying, I think this is a division. You're going to get a nine-win team out of it. Uh, and you know how I feel about Matt Ryan, Sal. Yeah. Um, um, certainly not uh, in favor of Matt Ryan. So for I just me lost to say so the much Colts, money betting on all these guys, the Tannehills, oh the Lions, my gosh, just everybody. Yeah. everybody. But, you know, Matt Ryan, I think, can give them what Phil Rivers gave them a couple years back, which mm -hmm. was good yeah. enough. Um, and is, is, is Reich the best coach in this division? I mean, I got to say Vrabel's right up there too. But Is this uh, five I, I quarterbacks for, for uh, Reich in five years? Well, I think it's, it is, it's, it's, right? It's, 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 it was Locke, Brissett, uh, yeah. Rivers. Rivers, yeah. Wentz. Uh, Wentz. Yeah, Wentz. Wentz. And, now, Wentz. and, now, and now this is and the now fifth now. year. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. That's pretty incredible. And Reich yeah. is pretty steady with that. I mean, I think he gets the quarterbacks to play at at the their highest level, which for some of these guys might not be saying a lot. But I think mm. Ryan can get it done because what's the f thing that the Colts are good at? Uh, uh, they're great on the offensive line. If they can keep Ryan upright – uh, Ryan will be okay. Will be he'll be maybe better than okay when with Taylor running the ball. I, I have to take the Colts to win this division. That's the thing. I mean, we could say, yeah. oh, you guys are just fantasy nerds, but 
who could win a game out of any team in this division? If you pick a player to actually take over games, it's Jonathan Taylor, right? So that could alone could be the difference. Uh, what it does. I mean, they both play good defense, Colts and Titans offensive lines are okay. You know, they run the ball Taylor or Henry pick your poison. I think it's Taylor, uh, by uh, a hair. Uh, speaking of Harry, guys, Harry, you like the Colts also. Yeah, I mean, it's how you mentioned, uh, aside from the offense, but defensively, third in the NFL last year with 19 picks. Like you mentioned, they had Stephon Gilmore to increase on that total. But offensively, I just think overall, I think, uh, like I said, 10 wins. They win the division maybe by one over Tennessee. I give the nod for Ryan over Tannehill. I give uh, I give Taylor the nod over Henry, and because Darren, like you mentioned, Robert Woods coming back from injury last year, uh, solid receiver with the Rams, but not so sure how it's going to work out with not a lot of great receivers in Tennessee. I give Pittman the nod over Woods here too, so I'm taking the Colts for the division. Ugh. I mean, you don't even <laughs> calculate the wide yeah. receivers I in love that it. Yeah. analysis. Yeah. I know, uh, Bri. In a way, if it's a coin flip up top. Why not take the Titans well, plus 170? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I feel, right? If you think they're pretty much even, right, I'd much rather take the Titans at mm. plus 170, who's proved it a little mm. bit more, right, over the last few years. I mean, the fact that they were 12-5 and five last year is pretty, pretty incredible. Mm. I mean, I at first I was thinking I liked the Colts. I should like the Colts more. Uh, but, you know, you know, the Colts had to deal with injuries mm. last year, inconsistent play with Wentz, but... I don't know. Matt Ryan's been, he's been getting a little bit worse each season. Sure. You could say, mm-hmm. you know, it's an upgrade, but he, he too makes the wrong play at the wrong time. He's screwed us multiple times. And while losing AJ Brown is bad for the Titans, this team is built on, you know, physicality, right? I mean, the Titans. So like if Woods or, you know, can give you 65% of what Brown was giving you, you know, Traylon Burks, you know, if he's, you know, decent. I, I would just, I trust Rabel, you know, cause he, right. It's, it's the same thing, right. Every year he's dealing with like the same type of team yeah. that he gets a lot out of his guys. So I think just at plus plus one seventy, I I'd prefer to take that for two teams that are probably going to be very close right at the end. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now let's take our miscellaneous props. There's just so much out there. Uh, you're not going to like this parlay kid, but I think <laughs> if you're going to take a swing, uh, at any of these teams, I think it's the Texans over six and a half. You know, uh, we, we treat them like they won two games last year. They didn't, they were decent. And, uh, you know, to go from four to seven, we're, we're picking the Jags to jump three games. Everyone thinks they're going to go from three to six. Why can't the Texans win seven over six and a half is plus two fifty. Maybe this Davis Mills catches lightning in a bottle. And like you said, cooks is the best kind of receiver in that division. So um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe lovey gets it together. Plus two fifty over six and a half. Harry, you love this wins the first game. I don't know that there's a lot of value in these things, especially if the Texans don't win their first game in week three. <laughs> I know, but I, you're right. I do like these, and I'm taking the Texans to have their first win in Week Three at Chicago, which you just mentioned. You like that? You like that for a win for them at yeah. plus two forty. Now, the Texans open up the season against the aforementioned Indianapolis Colts. So let's uh-huh. give that to the Indianapolis. Second week, uh, they're in Denver. We give that to Russell Wilson. Fourth week, they play the Chargers. So in the third week, they are at. Chicago. Now, Mills, we all just mentioned, played very well, especially down the stretch. The 67th pick in the draft, mind you, mm. in the last five games of the regular season, he had nine on a bad team with no weapons, nine touchdown passes to two picks. Meanwhile, before this even started last year, I told you guys how terrible I think Justin Field is going to be in the NFL. 11th pick overall. Lost all last se- the last seven games he started for the Bears. 58% completion percentage. In week two, the Bears are at Green Bay on a Sunday night. So in week three, they have the Texans at home. They come out flat, and the Texans get it done. Mills gets it done for Houston. All right. Well, I mean, that's when I have their I have their first win week three also. So I, I will, can't argue I will say, yeah. I, I think the Texan one's pretty fun. Like, if you actually think they're going to start off really shitty. Right. Like if you do think, I mean, they they have winnable games, right? I mean, that Charger games, I mean, that Bears games winnable. The Jacks yeah, I'm not supposed to look at the lines, but I did just glance at like, them. I'm surprised the Colts are such a big favorite. Uh, they're like, well, what almost, happens? Almost yeah. Nine I mean, points. yeah. You know, they lose, the if they lose that Colts and Bears game, it's possible they might lose the first seven games, right? It's possible. 
And yeah. then you're talking odds wise, like 26 to 1, 21 to 1, 40 to 1 for their next win, right? Like you could say week 10 against home against Washington at 40 to 1 yep. could be like. So I do think if you think they're going to start off crappy or be really right. crappy, maybe maybe you could roll with one yeah. of those higher. Well, that's ones. what they have going for them. They're a bad team. So, yeah, you could you could look <laughs> at all these games and, and put a, a loss and L. I can yeah. tell you're you're yeah. having trouble with this, and I mean, just this division is like trying to pick a winner in a Oswego Beauty contest. You, you, you just got <laughs> to pick one and, and hope for the best here. Okay, you're right, <laughs> Joel. You're right. When you're right, you're right. That's uh, <laughs> not disagreeing. Not disagreeing. Has there ever, Harry? Uh, has there ever been a beauty contest in Oswego? No way. Oh, can we start one? Can Harry start one? Can Scott be entered? I think the Morp, uh, which is the backward prom where the, the woman, the girl That's asks right. the guy, is the closest thing. And your brother was the prom king, right? Your brother, Scott, was the Morp I mean, king? I don't know. Was he? I think he was, <laughs> yeah. I think he was. Didn't he yeah. win like, he wasn't even eligible a couple of years. And he didn't won. he get he like, like plunger? three years. He got like a plunger, didn't he? Yeah, Instead he gets of a like plunger a... and they, they, throw, <laughs> they throw nickels at him as they did the uh, dance. Yeah. Now he's a little more <laughs> sparing with the dance. He's, he gets embarrassed, but... Um, I think right. they didn't they do that yeah. when Darren won prom king. <laughs> Same kind of thing, yeah. Uh, all right, let's, uh, brother Bry, you have that one was that, fixed. That, yeah, <laughs> we, don't have to, we don't have to think about this one as hard. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of going, I'm going kind of chalkier and thinking Jaguars finished third place at plus one twenty five. And the reason I like this more is because if you look at the Texans to finish in fourth is like minus two ten. So I, mm-hmm. unless you think the Jaguars are going to jump, you know, unless you think the Titans are really going to regress and the Jaguars can jump one of those teams, I just thought that was that to me. I thought was more of a sure thing than anything, and right. I liked it a lot better than just saying Houston's going to be really bad and at minus two ten and, and finish fourth. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, again, I do think it's kind of like the AFC North, where it's two tiers, right? It's uh, the Bengals and Ravens in one tier, and the Steelers and Browns and another. I have it here, although I'm not as impressed with these teams. And look, talent-wise, anyone really could jump up, and uh, you could expect anything. I don't think the Texans will win the division at 25 to one, but I do think it's Colts, Titans up top, and Jags, ta- Texans on the bottom. And Parley Kid, you've uh, isolated it even more. Colts first place, Titans second place. What does that pay? Plus 150. Plus 150, exact order for the top two teams there. So Colts, Titans. I think we've talked about it enough in terms of uh, where we think they're going to fall. So, again, kind of chalkish here, but uh, uh, something that I think is inevitable that's uh, going to happen here. So let's take that at plus 150. What's the other way? Titans-Colts uh, is probably, what, 190 or something? It was – I think it's it is something like Well, you know, they also, Sal, yeah. they, also, they offer a few things. They have exact order, and they also have top two any order. So Right. Yes, yeah. Uh, you yeah, can get so. top two any order. It's minus 230 for Colts, Titans, any order. What's but, uh, exact order? Colts, Titans, Jags, uh, Texans. That's boring, but I bet you still get 12 to 1 for something like that, right? Uh, so Colts, Colts. Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans. Colts, Titans, is, Jags, plus 220. No. What? Yeah, that's probably Col- right, Sal. Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans, plus 220. Oh, I'm out of yeah. my mind here. Is it that much of a, a lock for those four? Interesting. Plus yeah, 220. You, you get almost that for uh, for Colts, Titans. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, All that's right. why yeah. I was like, I think I'd rather just take the Jaguars to finish third, plus 125, yeah. right? Right, right. Yeah. There you go. All right, yeah. let's take, uh, we nailed it. We talked a lot about the Texans. I got to be honest, I didn't expect to spe- uh, talk <laughs> Both that much time to Houston Texans. We'll take a quick break. Yes, but then we're going to get a real division in here, the AFC West, when we come back. All right, here we go. AFC West. We'll get to our division pick in a second. Casey is favored. You can get a plus number on the Chiefs. Is it plus 155? I haven't checked since last night, but plus 155 that the Chiefs win the division? Are you kidding me? That's all they ever do. Chargers plus 240. Everybody loves the Chargers. My God. Uh, well, people are going to lose their minds if the Chargers don't win the division this year. Broncos plus 260. And then the Raiders. Brian, I've been staring at this for months. Seven to one. Never made sense to me that they're the division winner. That seems way mm-hmm. high. And months later now, it still doesn't make sense. But let's go over the Chiefs. Uh, Harry, you got this too. Uh, ten and a half is the over under. 
minus 115. So either way, you're good there. Uh, boy, it's tough to bet against this team. I mean, Andy Reid, Biennemi, Spagnolia, you got the same guys in place. Now, I know they traded Tyree Kill to Miami. They got five draft picks. They added Justin Reed, the safety from Houston. They gave him $31 million. They had Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, at the wideout spot. They had Ronald Jones at the running back. They lose Tyron Matthew. He's on the Saints now. And Charvarius Ward, the cornerback. Um, Sorensen, Dirty Dan Sorensen gone too, Bri. Um, who did they draft? They got, so to replace some of these guys, they got Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington. They took him with the 21st pick. George Kalaftis, the, the 30th pick. And Sky Moore. I don't think they're that bad off. But Juju Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore, Valdez Scantling, and McCall Hardman, who's okay, but at least he's familiar with uh, Mahomes. Um, you know, you got blue chipper Chris Jones on defense. Their run defense was bad last year, 4.8 yards per carry. But if you compare it to the Chargers, it was worse. They were 31st in the league against the run. Um, you know, really rough schedule start. But this is the thing with the AFC West. You could find any stretch in there, and they're going to have six miserable games. Whoever it is, the Raiders, the Chargers, the Chiefs, um, it's it, that's what it's going to be. Or the Broncos, you're going to find five or six games that are bad. So their stuff, their start is at Arizona, which they'll be favored at, uh, the Chargers at home, and at Indy. But Mahomes is 11-2 and two in September, and I think he's undervalued, and I kind of think um, just in general we have Herbert is overvalued right now. They have a buy in week eight. Um, they're the first team ever to open their first eight against teams that were 500 or better last year. That's significant. And their extra games are at Cincy, at Tampa Bay, and versus Buffalo. But I still think they're a good team. And I still think they're going to win 11 games. They're going to go 11 and six. And I'm going over here. I trust Patrick Mahomes to figure it out, just like I trust Aaron Rodgers with a new offense to figure shit out. 11 and six gets me over. And that's still a regression from 12 and five. Last year, Harry, which way are you going with this? No, you know what? I'm going to go under here with the Chiefs at 10 and a half. Offensively, let's call it what it is. They take a huge hit with not having Hill anymore. Hardman is far from a number one receiver. And a free agency, Sal, you mentioned they grabbed Smith-Schuster, Valdez-Scanling. They're okay, but also not number one receivers. Defensively, 27 whoa, 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 versus the run last year. Well, don't, don't move on to defense. Hold what on, about your guy, hold, Kelsey? Well, it's all going to have to fall into true. Game. It's all going to have to fall into his lap. I'm just saying it he's going to put up the I'm saying again, he's going to put up the numbers, but I don't know about these other guys. Like I said, defensively, 27th versus the run and in total yards against last year, just 28th in sacks. So I know you just said you had faith in Mahomes. I don't know without Hill if Mahomes can save Kansas City, especially if their defense is soft again. Now, in Kansas City's defense, they have won at least 12 games since yeah. 2018. So 10 and a half and minus 115. So if you want the under, you got to hit 10. Uh, it seems like a fishy line here. Now, look, I ripped the, the big <laughs> tomato Andy Reid all the time. So if he can get to 11, 12, win the division, hey, I'll give him credit. But with no help, let me see what Andy, let me like see what Andy <laughs> Reid can do. <laughs> let nice me see what Andy Reid can do without a big weapon in hell. Oh. Let me see what he can do. Uh, I think he's going to do just fine. Um, I believe, Brian, you would know this. Mahomes had four touchdown passes in the first quarter against the Raiders without Tyree Kill. There was no Tyree Kill in the game, right? So he yeah, sat. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I, the Raiders secondary is the worst in all of football. Well, they play, the, well, they play all these teams. That are, well, the, Raiders the secondary secondary got, you know, a, Raiders you know, secondary okay, well, got much better. Mahomes makes later, everybody but, look terrible. You didn't have four um, touchdowns against the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All I'm saying is they've beaten... You know, I'm trying to look at their wins. Like they win games where they didn't score 40 points. Obviously, that was their thing. You know, they had four or five games where they won. Like I'm looking here, like they had 20 points against your terrible Giants, Harry, and they won. They had 13 points against Green Bay and won. They beat them Obviously, by three. that was Jordan Love. What? They beat the shitty Giants by three at home. I'm saying they don't need to score. You, this Tyree kill is gone, but it's not the end of the world. They win games we'll where they score 20 points against the Giants, 13 against the Packers, 19 against our Cowboys. Parley King. No Rodgers in that game. No Rodgers in that game. against the Broncos. They win no games. No Rodgers in that game. I get it, but they had games where they didn't have Tyree kill either, and they won these games. So I don't know. I, I'm not ready to bury the uh, the Chiefs just yet. Uh, I don't, we might as well talk about the Chiefs, Bri, because uh, Trevor has listened to this. I know he's uh, waited with bated breath how we're going to keep this Chiefs team. But um, Sorry, just, Trevor. 
I, I just I just think like why can't he make Sky Moore a star? Why the hell not? Yeah, no, I like this guy more pick. I don't know how he, I, I actually haven't been paying attention too much to him in the preseason, but I will say, look, Mahomes is playing preseason games. I mean, it's funny. You would think, I mean, he's yeah. obviously out there trying to work with some of those guys. Meanwhile, for the Raiders car, hasn't seen the field. I mean, there's some teams where the quarterbacks haven't seen the field, but Mahomes is mm-hmm. out there. So he's trying to gel with some of these guys. So I think that's, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, somewhat impressive yeah. for him. All right. So now here's the one that this just seems like a slam dunk and everybody thinks they're going to win 12 or 13 games. The Chargers, who are nine and eight, uh, the over-under is 10. The over is minus 125 if you want to lean that way. You know, again, you talk about fishy, like everybody loves this team. Everybody loves Justin Herbert and they should. He's good. Uh, If you want to take him for MVP at 10 to one, maybe that's a good thing. But you got Brandon Staley who might lose them as many games as wins them with these crazy calls on fourth down fourth and nine. Um, you know, they added JC Jackson uh, defensively. They did great. They added Khalil Mack in a trade. They added JC Jackson. who's was like number two or three ranked at that position. More importantly, they were so bad against the run. They have Sebastian Joseph day, defensive tackle for the Rams. They added and Austin Johnson, the giants defensive tackle. That's huge. They re-signed Mike yeah. Williams in the draft. They get Zion Johnson, the, uh, another offensive lineman from BC, uh, they took a big risk, apparently, with the safety, this JT Woods from Baylor. They only had 11 interceptions last year. Like I said, they were 31st against the run. They're, they're a weird team because they forced 19 fumbles, which was the best in the conference, but and they had 11 strip sacks. So is that fluky? I'm not sure. Uh, Bosa was the best run stuffer, but like I said, they were 31st in the league against the run. Um, Derwin James, eight interceptions. The team only had 11 Looking at their schedule, again, you could find a, 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 just a, a miserable spot for everybody's schedule in the AFC West. They start against the Raiders, and that at KC, week two, that's a huge tell. Um, then they have the Jags and Texans in week three or four. They're added games or at Cleveland early on without the Deshaun Watson Cleveland, at Atlanta, and home against Miami. So that's not terrible. But starting week 10, that's where it gets weird. They play eight of nine with a winning record, and the one that didn't have a winning record is Denver. They finish at Indy, the Rams, and at Denver. I'm going nine. Parley kid, you, everybody else going over the 10 here. Yes. Yeah, so look, I, I consider the Chargers to be, you know, Cowboys West um, when it comes uh, to the type of team they are. They normally let their fans down. Uh, yeah. They seem to always have some star power uh, with them, but they uh, normally uh, underperform. But man, the slander you just gave my fellow UD alumni, Brandon <laughs> Staley, so head coach Brandon Staley. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, yes, riverboat gambler, absolutely. Uh, but maybe he learned a thing or two, uh, you know, went back through uh, some of his decisions he's made. And I think this year, uh, you know, I think he's still going to take some risks, but maybe more calculated risks. Sal, if you were actually to look through the Chargers schedule right now, they'd be favored at about 13 of their games. Um, and I know those things can change, but go, coming into the season, they'd be favored in about 13 of them. Adding Mac, Khalil Mack, overrated, but he doesn't have to be great on this team. He just has to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, JC Jackson is a great pickup for this team. They've upgraded the defensive line. They have a good mix of youth and veterans. And like you said about the weak part of the schedule, Sal, week three through nine, Jacksonville, Texans, yep. Browns, Broncos, Seahawks, Atlanta. That's the 6-0 and stretch right there. And so you just talked about the back end of the schedule. Really look at it. This is, I mean, you, obviously you have the Chiefs. You have some divisional games. But you also, you're talking about these teams with winning records. Dolphins, 49ers, Cardinals. Those are the type of teams they have on the schedule late in the season I, this team's going to go over 10, Sal. I, I, there's no way around it. Right. They're a good team. The talent alone will stand out here. And I kind of agree with Harry. I think the Chiefs maybe take a little step back this year, maybe a little bit. So let's go maybe with the Chargers. I, I, I haven't taken a step back 10. from 12 and 11. You got them over 10. I, here, here's the worst thing about the Chargers, I think. First of all, you know, whatever. You, you think, and Brian, how many fourth and nines did Herbert complete in that week 18 game? Like, all right, 35. Wanna, is Brandon Staley a genius? Is Herbert, does he keep this up all the time? I don't think so. So that's one thing. But 
how about this home field event? I'm looking at their their is 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 home against Miami week 14. Like, are they going to have more fans? I know, I know it's like a punchline at this point, but they were five and four at home, right? They're still a good team, yeah. and they're only five and four at home because these are not. This is not a home field advantage for them. When Denver comes to town, when uh, you know Kansas City is rabid Chiefs fans everywhere. I maybe Tennessee. I don't know if they travel right. The Rams forget it. They, that's considered a home game against the Rams week 17. So that that spooks me too. That makes me not want to take 10. I will say I do have them going to the playoffs. I have them as as a nine-win team, the last wild card. I have three from this division, um, two wild cards from this division, one wild card from uh, the AFC North. I think it's Cincinnati. But let's go to uh, Brian's Raiders now. Let's do. It. Oh no, Denver's actually supposed to win. More. Yeah, no, it gets, it gets yeah, me crazy. Yeah, yeah let's, wait till, let's wait this till. Let's wait till the end. For these All right, Harry, you're on this one. Denver <laughs> seven and ten last year. Their over unders nine and a half. I don't know. Here's the thing: you can't scream too much about how bad these teams are going to be, right? You just can't mm-hmm. because they're probably all going to be between seven and eleven, right? Like that's that's the range. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you Denver. I'm gonna I'm gonna be down on Denver here, but they're not gonna go four and thirteen. I have them as eight and nine. I just don't know why it's nine and a half. I'm counting Russell Wilson out. I don't think, you know, anyone who's had him on a fantasy team knows that his days of running the ball and taking off, he's not the same Russell Wilson. He's 34. They got two ones and two twos for him, plus Fant, Locke, and Shelby Harris. You got Nathaniel Hackett, who pulled the switch around. They thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers, but Nathaniel Hackett now is Russell Wilson. They signed him right away. Um, They had Randy Gregory scumbag parley kid, right? Cowboys did everything <laughs> for that guy. Well, let him fall on his face again. True. Give him $70 million. True. They gave DJ Jones, the defensive tackle from San Francisco, 30 million for three years. Kawan Williams, another, they like really like uh stripped uh, San Francisco of all their free agents here. Cornerback right there, slot corner. They re-signed Melvin Gordon. He'll split with that uh, Javante Williams. I think right now, I know everybody's high on him too. Um, but it really just still looks like a 50-50 split. They lose Bridgewater. They lose Kyle Fuller. The Baltimore cornerback uh, went to Baltimore. Um, in the draft, they get Nick Bonito, the, the edge for Oklahoma. They had like a 93 pass rush rate last year. It'll be good in the second round. They got the tight end from UCLA. They're going to have an effective front seven led by DJ Jones, who's a red chipper. Um, Justin Simmons, the free safety, is ranked fourth in the NFL right there. They get a bye week nine. Their extra games are at Baltimore at Carolina and the Jets, not bad. They open at Seattle on Monday night football. That's fun. And then have Houston. So they could be looking as a top team, right? They could be two and oh going into where, where these other AFC West teams uh, battle each other. They could be two and oh. They got the Jaguars in London and then Christmas at the Rams. But their last six, this is where it gets bad for Denver. At Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, at Rams, at KC, and at the Chargers. That's rough. So you gotta be. What do you have to be if you be in the mix there? I think they have to be like seven and four going into those last six. I have them eight and nine overall. I'm going under. And Harry, you're going over. See, this is good. We disagree. Yeah, look, I'm going over, over nine and a half defensively. You wouldn't think it, though, last year. But they, they gave up the third least point in the league. They loaded up in the draft on defense, too, to bolster it up a bit more. And they just didn't have a leader at quarterback to get them over the hump in games last year. And you mentioned they had seven wins last year. Now they do. Now they do with Russell Wilson. You mentioned Gordon Williams, Sal, for a bad offensive team last year. Those two guys still combined for 17 touchdowns on their schedule. Like you mentioned a little bit, they have Seattle, Houston, the Jets, the Jags, and Carolina. Uh, and the situation worked, what, about six, six, seven years ago for Denver when Elway went out and made the deal for Manning late in his career like Wilson now. And Wilson still 30-plus touchdowns four of his last five years in the league. He still has it, and I'm going over nine and a half with Denver. I think they get to 10. Listen, my problem is I have the Raiders to win this division, and so I gave them 11 wins. I actually have them the same wins as uh, the Chiefs, and so in doing so, I have to give them wins over the Broncos and wins over the Chargers, which they did last year anyway, so it doesn't really matter too much. But, Brian, let's do this. Raiders, 10-7 and last year. I got them at 11-6. and Their over-under is 8.5. We got Mick Lombardi. We're rooting for him, right, as offensive coordinator. He was a quarterback, receiver, coach for New England. Josh McDaniels is in. I, tr- I trust him right there. 
Uh, they bring Devontae Adams in five years, 141 million for a first and second rounder. They bring Chandler Jones in, give him 51 million. He has a 90 pass rush grade. They extend Crosby. They extend Carr. All right, so they lose Zay Jones and Mariota. Who, who are some other big ones? They lost Nasib, uh, Casey Hayward. I guess they lost to John yeah, Jackson. Hayward, Hayward was a Hayward was a pretty big one for them. Yeah. So they lose those first two rounders with the Devontae Adams. So they get Dylan Parham, the guard for Memphis. That's the one thing, their offensive line, right? That's going to be the, yeah. the tough thing. And, you know, Josh Jacobs wasn't lighting it up on the ground as it was. They get the Zamir White, the running back from uh, Georgia in there. I mentioned Sin for Ngakwe, probably on the losing end of that one. But like I said, defensive end Crosby and Chandler Jones, nice pass rush there. Questionable secondary. I think they move Averett around, right? They got him cornerback um, from Baltimore. Could be okay. Yeah, their second. Yeah, their secondary has a chance to be. They were surprisingly, except for maybe that Charger stretch last year. They were surprisingly. They overachieved. I will say that second. Yeah. So Chargers yeah. to start. Extra games at Pitt, at New Orleans, and New England. Not bad. And again, so if you want to look, their first five are the tough ones: Chargers, Cards, Titans, mm-hmm. Broncos, KC. Yep, they five. get a little relief after the bye. I believe in Derek Carr. I believe in Josh McDaniels. I believe in Mick Lombardi. And I think they're 11 and six and they're tied with the Chiefs and then win the division. You got to go over here, Brian. Yeah, come, come on. on. Let's let's root for the Raiders this year, guys. Um, I will say, look, I'm usually pessimistic. I said this last year, but last year we both liked the over. Their, their over under was really low last year. What was it? Mm-hmm. it was, what are we at? Six and a half? Seven, seven and, and a half? Seven and a half. Yeah, I think maybe. it was right in there, yeah. Um, but you know, if they can't win over eight and a half this year, Carr has a lot of explaining to do. I will say this falls mm-hmm. all on Carr this season. I know it's tough. You, you keep changing coaches, you know, you keep changing this and that, but he should have a really good season. There's plenty of good. I mean, they have great weapons, right? And like you said, offensive line is going to be their question mark, right? But I will say they pieced it mm-hmm. together. I mean, Leatherwood was God awful for them last year. Right. I mean, he could get pinched. I don't even know if he's going to start for them. But they pieced it together. They ended up, you know, they kept Carr somewhat upright, like later in the season. Um, and the most surprising, the most surprising thing I will say, their their defense was pretty good last year. Like even in that Bengals game, yeah. they kept them in that game. That was kind of yeah. the best year they had in a long, long time. And a lot of that had to do with Crosby, who was just so fantastic. But Crosby's sack output should get better this year with Jones in there. Uh, the back end of the defense, it's it's pretty young, so they should be. They should be solid there. Um, the one thing I will say with this team is there's not a lot of depth. So if, if you know, they're going to need a little bit of luck to stay healthy in, in terms of like for a chance to win this division, they're going to have to stay healthy. Uh, but this is the one year I look at their schedule for as great as the AFC West is. I look at their schedule and I don't write anybody as an automatic loss anymore. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got it. We got a shot to win that game. We have to, we have a shot to win that game. So I, and you know, look, the Chargers. I said this last year, and I like that's why I like the chart the Raiders over the Chargers last year in that last game. For as much as the Chargers improved, and you got to like some of the moves they made, the Chargers do not scare me. The char the Chargers for yeah. what, as a Raider fan, I'm not scared of the Chargers. I'm scared of I'm scared of the Chiefs. I'm not scared of the Chargers. So um, I do think eight and a half is too low. I don't know. I. I you could look at this division right in week fourteen and be like, "Oh my god, everybody is, you know, yeah, everybody's seven eight and six, five yeah, or something or whatever, like that, yeah. you know, right. whatever it is." But they do have that a nice stretch somewhat in the middle. So if they can somehow get through these first, that first game is huge, right? First game against the Chargers. Sure. But I will to your point. You're gonna be you're gonna be scared, Bry, when J.C. Jackson returns a sixty yard pick for touchdown <laughs> week one. Gonna be scared that maybe. But I will say. I, though you're you're right, Sal. When you were mentioning the Chargers, the only thing I would say about the Chargers, the AFC teams, don't forget, are you're, you have eight home games, nine road games. The, they have the Raiders at home, which is essentially a road game. Rams at home, which is essentially a road game. So they essentially they have six home games and eleven road games, and then in those six home games, they might also be road a, a yeah. road team technically. So I'd say that's that is. You know the the negative thing about the Chargers, although again, roster talent wise, they should win when you look at that that talent on that team. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I, I don't know. I, I get it. They bolstered that defense and everything, but it was it was pretty good last year too, and they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, and no. Again, and I, the one, I, I have them making the playoffs, but the one thing you have to Raiders, remember about the 
the Chargers, yeah. right? His injuries. I mean, they, they're, you know, right now you don't hear anything, but every year, right? right a, a, a top lineman goes down, a top this goes down. It's yeah. every year. It's never, it's never not yeah. happened. To injuries, them, so. weird coaching decisions, um, yeah. uh, field goal Missed kickers field goals, missed. Yeah, well, sure. Weird thing, right? <laughs> Fans not showing up. So there's a lot to worry about. Yeah. How about getting like 14 games at least out of Waller? Right. right. I, mean, I think he played right. 11 that, last year, had almost 700 that, yards. That get, is get a little, full you know, him. I do like Foster Moreau a lot as a backup tight end, I, mm. I, but that does worry me. Right. I mean, Waller's yeah. got to be all in. I know the contract stuff. He's got he's got to be all in this year. He's mm. got to be looking to, you know, to get a huge yep. deal. He, he, need, he needs to play almost every game for them. All right. I'm going Raiders seven to one division. So are you. I just think that number is too high. And I think, like you yeah. said, everyone is going to be around that seven, six, eight and five number coming into the back stretch. So, yeah. Yeah. No, seven to one, one. When you when you look at all the odds, I think, you know, I think there's some upside there with McDaniel. I think just seven to one mm. just seems a little bit out of whack. I feel like them and the Broncos should be a little bit closer. Odds-wise. Yeah. I, I just think it's good value there. All right, now listen, our friend Trevor's going to go nuts, but I have them both 11 and 6, Trevor. Maybe I didn't re- read the tiebreaker right. I have the char- I have the Raiders and the Chiefs at 11 and 6. Parley kid, you don't have either of those teams. You have the Chargers winning this division. I have the Chargers at plus, two, plus 240. 240. Yep. Here South to win the division. Uh, I think they've made upgrades on their defensive line, um, especially in the interior to help their run defense. And I think J.C. Jackson is a just a huge addition to that uh, secondary, huge. Love him as a player. We know what the offense can do. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to roll with the Chargers, Sal. My uh, my pal, Brandon Staley, is their coach. Let's <laughs> go. Pal. Let's go, Chargers. You got to get them to meet. You got to come out here, Parley kid. We'll make the introduction. All right, Harry, you like the Chargers also. I do. Uh, second in the NFL last year in passing. Fourth best off- offense overall last year. Herbert in two seasons, 77 total touchdowns. Mm. Eckler had his best season of his career rushing the ball last year, had 12 rushing touchdowns. Williams and Allen, great one-two combo receiver, had over 180 receptions. Can we keep Darren, Williams healthy, Harry? Can we keep him healthy, keep him healthy. That's the, That's the secret, Darren. And you mentioned the, the uh, uh, Mac doesn't have to be great. Just just get do the job you're there for. J.C. Jackson, 17 picks his last two seasons in New England. Staley, just don't overcoach. Let the players do it. You got so much talent on this team. Let the players do it. Don't make crazy decisions, fourth and this, fourth and that, like you blew that Kansas City game last thir- last year on Thursday, the end of the season. It cost you the playoffs. Don't overcoach. Chargers can win this division. Hey, yeah. Sal, All right, Paul, hey, defend, defend Stella. Yeah, I, go ahead. I think yeah. I know why Harry likes the Chargers so much. Because, I mean, sure, Tell sure, me. they have a – they have a home, but you know, like Harry, they're always really on the road. So, oh, interesting, right? <laughs> That's true, Harry. Where are you now? I like he that. seems to be That's home true. now. I'm home. I don't home. know what's going on. All right, I'm home. Uh, yep. All right, uh, Polly kid, you're a big Staley guy. You're a big Chargers guy. Plus two forty to win. I, I can't believe they're plus two forty. By the talks of it, you would think they're minus six fifty to win this division. What a div- but Sal, what a division though. Isn't it good? We just talked about that South division, right? This right. division is really the best in a recent memory, right? Like this. We can is make a, any uh, one of these matchups a, a night game for the weeks one through seventeen, and I'd be happy with it, right? Absolutely. Exactly. How about this, Darren? Chiefs don't make the playoffs, but Kelsey has his best stat season ever. Well, no, you can't I say mean, that. <laughs> could could say that. <laughs> I don't. I think I Andy Reid without, Andy Reed without Hill. Let me see what Andy Reid can come up with in that. Harry, head how many targets do you think Kelsey's going to get more than he's normally had? Like, like fifty more? <laughs> Where's the ball? I'm just. Be all I'm saying is they don't have a number one receiver anymore. Hill is huge, losing him. All right. Okay, it's big. I I think it's bigger in the short yardage thing where it's like a screen pass on third and three. I think that's yeah. where it's going to hurt a little bit. But Harbin's uh, good for a, a reverse once a game, and maybe he has a catch for twenty seven yards. One, but he's not Harbin's not a guy to go to either. Is Valdo Valdo so, so you're so you're there. You're missing the guy who stretches the field like none other, uh, allowing Travis Kelsey to get open. But yeah, Travis Kelsey listen, without Kelsey Hill goes hard. It's best. all downhill for Casey. Right, but how is he going to get open at a better rate without the guy who uh, has three guys chasing him? I don't know. This is a tough needle to thread here. But all right, Parley kid, finish up on the Chargers. 
Well, uh, so you want, me to, okay. you want me to no, make I don't my, know. I, my... I, I felt like Harry interrupted you. I don't know. <laughs> no, well, no, I, well, I'm ready to make my pick. I, I can give you my uh, division-like yeah, prop pick. Give the prop. Here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, so, Sal, I really like this one, and I think you guys could get on board with it a little bit since I like the Chargers and you guys like the Raiders so much. Mm. I'm going with the Chargers' exact order. Chargers 1. Raiders two at plus nineteen hundred here. Mm. I know it might uh, seem uh, unthinkable that the Chiefs could fall out of the top two, but I think it's conceivable this year. I think Harry's raised a good point. I think they're going to miss Hill more than they think they're going to miss Hill. I know they've played games and won games without him, but those are the a lot of those games is when they're scoring like twenty points and winning games. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do that anymore. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe the tides are turning. I think people have figured out that Chiefs offense a little bit. Mahomes would still be the guy I would start. If you tell me to draft a quarterback, it would probably be Mahomes one, Herbert two, uh, right. you know, if I was starting a team. But mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like the tides are turning in this division at plus 1,900. Chargers one. They're too t- Harry, like you're saying, Staley, don't overcoach. Just stay out of the way a little bit. You're, they're too. They're too talented. Too Their talented. defense is upgraded. Raiders too, because like you said, I think McDaniel, uh, you know, in his second time around here as a head coach, is also going to have made uh, significant improvements in his himself. He's assembled a good staff. This Raiders team, Hunter Renfro, can get back to being the receiver that he should be, like a really dominant slot receiver. With Adams right. commanding a lot of respect on the outside, Waller stays healthy. This team is going to be battling towards the end for this division. Chargers I, one, Raiders two, plus nineteen hundred. I love it. I think you got the right idea of something like that. I I, I can't do something like this without the Chiefs in there because I still think we're sleeping on. By the way, the Chiefs are mm-hmm. people leave them for dead three times. They change their mind about the Chiefs, and I'm one of them. Like right, won't their defense be awful the first three games? And then it'll settle down, right? For like six games, it'll be one of the best. Yeah. Like, they're just a very weird team like that. So I don't even know what they'd have to be for me to count them out uh, completely uh, during a year, as long as Mahomes is healthy and a couple of these yeah. um, these uh, pieces are in place. But I like the 19 to one. I, I would do a couple of these because, like I said, I think everybody's in the seven, eight win range to 11, 12 win range. I think all four teams. So I think you have the right idea with the first, second thing. I just couldn't do it yeah. without the Chiefs. Uh, in there. Um, all right. Uh, brother Bry. So you have Casey Raiders top two, any order plus yeah. six fifty. Yeah. So that's good. something that FanDuel offers. That's fun. Like you could take Casey to win the division Raiders to come in second, which is 13 to one, which is also mm-hmm. good. Or your Casey Raiders either could have a Raiders could finish first. So that's plus six fifty. I mean, look, I will say for as much as again, you know, we should on Kansas city. I mean, before that Cincinnati, you know, before that debacle in the playoffs, they had won, they what won? They won uh, eleven and eleven and one in yeah. the twelve games prior to lose blowing that uh, huge game. And you know, this might be the case. You know, Mahomes and Reed might be somewhere. You know, where Rodgers is still winning. It doesn't matter who's at receiver for him, still winning games. So, uh, I mean, I again to me, I'm still worried about. I'm still worried about the Chiefs the most in this division. I still think yeah. they're going to be. To me, they're they're still going to be good, I and. Mean, I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. So, uh, you know, but I like the Raiders, you know, I like those odds. I think the Raiders, you know, you know, again, Chargers, Broncos. I mean, they should be very good. They don't scare me as much. So I'm going to take the plus well, 650. There. Harry's about to wallop you here. And I think he's just doing this to get a reaction. But God, well, what's your miscellaneous AFC West I, uh, prop here? I am sorry, Brian, for raining on your uh, parade with the Raiders this year and what you think is going to happen. But. For an alternate uh, over-under, I'm going to take the Raiders at plus 160, under 7.5. Now, I think you mentioned it earlier. Uh, Jacobs was soft last year running the ball. The whole Las Vegas team was. They were 28th running the ball last year. Uh, Crosby, definitely on defense, saved them towards the end of the year. The guy's pass rush was unbelievable. But overall, I think they're secondary. I don't know. I think it's terrible. I think it's awful. They didn't do anything in the draft to address it. They've had the, the the defense of the they didn't Raiders have a last first year. First or second round pick. By the way, you, what, what did you say about like you said someone else helped their defense? They didn't even have a first round pick. Yeah, what, no, what the, you say? I, the Denver's Denver Denver defensively picked up loaded up first three four out of four picks. So got Denver defensive players. Have, who did they? Oh, all right. 
Go ahead. I'm just saying, <laughs> Raiders say six, six picks for the team. Denver's second team round first last pick year. was 64th. They took an edge rusher, and then they took a tight end at 80. What do you mean they okay. loaded up well, on defense? Well, it didn't really help the defense that way, did it? They didn't make any great acquisitions, uh, you right. know, um, in the free agency. They had, they've had got 16 picks as a team in the last two oh. years. And when it comes to the, 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 the schedule, they open with Chargers, Arizona, Tennessee, Denver, Kansas City. It could be a burial right there. Plus, you got the they play the NFC for the for the year. They they're a couple extra games. They got the Colts in New England. I don't know. Something happens to Carr. Good night, and it's under no, seven. Uh, and a half. Okay. All right. All right. So, come, all right. No, no, none of these teams are good without their starting quarterback. I got news for you, but. All well, right. None of these teams are good have, when I mean, they only have six picks in the season. I mean, I, I will say, yeah. I, I mean, I will say the Raiders again, the Raiders have a big variable, right? They could they could win 13 games, they could win four games. If, no, if I don't certain, think, if certain I don't think they'll win four. I really don't. I, honestly, <laughs> I think this is your year. I think it'll be, I mean, the it poetic be. justice it that be. you didn't have you didn't have first or second round pick. And because you guys screw up the pick every year, so this will be the time you get it. It's a benefit. You had right? to take your you had to take your picks away from you. Second go around for McDaniel in the division. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going. Uh, I'm going it's for McDaniel. I'm, I'm going fourth place. Denver fourth place plus three fifty. That'll be my official one. I like Denver mm-hmm. to not make the playoffs at plus one twenty. I like the Raiders. I like the Chargers and the Chiefs to make the playoffs. Um, I don't think Denver has enough to get that first spot. I don't even think they're better than the Chargers. Again. There's a lot of variables here. Um, probably the win range is between seven and eleven. But if you look at previous years, uh, Babyface put this up: the AFC West division winner, 12, 14, 12, 12, 10, 12, 12, 12, 13, 13. You have to win a lot of games to win this division. Ultimately, it's not really going to matter that everybody goes in great. I think Denver fourth place plus three fifty is a good number there. All right, I think that was good. Now we just have to pray the Mets stay within two runs here. Uh, we'll be okay. Uh, what are we going to do? Tomorrow we're back at it. We will have a winner. We'll pick from the cap of consequences. Uh, one of us or seven of us will be a loser here. Mets, Yankees, bet. I uh, got Walker on the hill. I don't, I don't, you guys are favored, huh? Are you favored? Is this a, the, what are they, minus 134? Oh, boy. Give me yep. the final score, Parley Kid. Oh, I mean, I think Brother Bry feels the same way I do. I, how much uh, faith can you have in Frankie Montas? He's been brutal for the Yankees since mm-hmm. uh, he showed up here. But uh, maybe he's due for a win. Uh, let's say Yankees win this game 6-4. <laughs> and then this bet is nothing, right? All right. Yeah, and probably we got over push. nine. Probably over <laughs> nine is the way to go. We'll uh, all eat Reggie Bars. Uh, in the end. All right. Uh, so that'll do it. We will be back tomorrow previewing the, where are we? NFC, right? NFC East and NFC North. That does it for another episode of against all odds for spaghetti, for meatballs, for babyface Joel Solomon and the degenerate trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, nah, nah.